Please stay tuned. You with Sirius FM 105.7, your number one. Just gone 8.18 Central African time. What up? I can tell you Palestine predi- uh, predicament. Messages to Christians, Saudi Arabia, Muslims and uh, South Africa by our very own Sheikh Fahim of the Islamic Lifestyle Solution. Sheikh Fahim, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And tell me, how are you doing this fine, beautiful morning? I tell you, Sheikh Fahim, you're very current. You have given out a message virtually to the world. And Alhamdulillah, I'm giving you the next 10 minutes uh, to conscientize the Ummah here and abroad on what you have uh, said uh, in your message, uh, Sheikh Fahim. Bismillah. Okay. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. As we are aware, uh, the predicament of the Palestine uh, issue uh, seems to be on the rise once more. Uh, and unfortunately, uh, we have to create awareness once again. But let us hope that we, it's not like soda water, where the moment Israel ceases uh, the oppression, then we also cease uh, our awareness. Uh, yesterday, I woke up and I was going through my social media feed, and I saw hundreds of people just asking for some advice on various things. So my first message was to uh, the, the Christian folk, was to ask a very valid and very rational question. We hear a lot about the love of Jesus and how it's all encompassing. And I wanted to know that based on certain verses in the Bible, why is it that even though the Bible speaks out against oppression, uh, that we've seen on social media many of the Christian folks siding with Israel. Uh, and we find that this is just subjective and it's not objective, meaning that many of them don't even know what's, what's the reality of the situation. They're just saying, I stand by Israel. And all they need to do is go back to the Bible and look at the verses that speak out against oppression and ask themselves whether they are following the Bible or they are following their wounds and desires. A very, very important message that I wanted to give all our Muslim brothers and sisters out there is based on a very important question. Where is Saudi Arabia? And all those people who are the assumption that because they provide five-star hajj, that they are infallible and cannot be critiqued at any level, the question that we need to ask is, where are they? I mean, it's very easy for them, and we've seen MBS meet with Donald Trump in the past, signing over huge checks worth billions in arms. Uh, for what purpose? We don't know. But when it comes to assisting Muslims, uh, brothers and sisters who are oppressed by a regime, and this oppression is out in the open, uh, their hospitals have been bombed, uh, white phosphorus in the past, which was illegal. Still, the UN didn't do anything about it. Schools destroyed, uh, prayer places, uh, the sanctity of prayer places not taken into account. Uh, and where is Saudi Arabia? So this is a very, very important question. And the only answer to this is when we realize historically that Saudi Arabia and Israel are sister states, which, uh, with all of its, uh, you know, planning, uh, and its conniving methodology uh, ensured the Jewish archives of history, you will find, and I've covered this information in some of my books, from the Jewish archive of history, so we cannot be accused of being biased. And we find that the British were paying 5,000 sterling pounds to the House of Saud and providing them with the stipend as well as armed men uh, and weapons to wage war against the Ottoman Sharif, who was a descendant of the Prophet and a representative of the Ottoman Empire, until 
the House of Saud uh, had uh, overpowered the Muslim Ottoman reign uh, and so ended uh, the, the power of the Muslims uh, as far as the Ottoman Empire was concerned in that region. Similarly, uh, the same can be said about uh, the state of Israel, which was only made possible after British rule. So uh, the question is, where is Saudi Arabia? And the message that I gave to my Muslim brothers and sisters was that, yes, it's very important that we pick it, uh, that we go and uh, we march in the streets and show our dismay. But how much are we going to achieve by picketing in front of the U.S. Embassy when Biden and the Vice President have made it very clear that they stand by Israel. They will give billions and billions more if need be. It seems as though the USA is more allied to Israel than they are to their own citizens because there is poverty in the United States, uh, yet they are not willing to cure that particular disease of poverty uh, because they have, uh, you know, billionaires within their own country. Uh, they can get rid of poverty. But however, what they prefer to do is send all of their funds to this, uh, the illegally uh, occupied Zionist state of Israel. So there's something amiss here. So if we're going to stand in front of the U.S. Embassy and picket, what are we really going to achieve? What we should rather be doing is picketing outside the Saudi Embassy and letting them know that we're calling a spade a spade. You cannot remain silent anymore. Uh, you are the supposed custodian of the haram of the Muslim world, yet you have an alliance uh, with the kuffar, and your ideology claims everything that is not in the Quran and Sunnah to be regarded and thrown out of the Islamic system as bid'ah and so forth, yet you ally with the kuffar. I mean, this is illogical. But uh, historically, what we know is in, to understand the Palestinian predicament is the Prophet alayhi salatu wasalam in the famous hadith in Bukhari, he said, count six things before my demise. The first thing that he alayhi salam mentioned was his demise. The second thing he said, the conquest of Jerusalem. That was fulfilled. That prophecy was fulfilled when Sayyidina Umar al-Khattab, radiallahu during his reign, uh, he had conquered Jerusalem and history bears testimony that he did not oppress the people who were residing in that land. So this is very, very important. It remained uh, in the power and the authority of Muslims for many, many years um, until the end of the Fatimid dynasty in 1099 in the, in the era, uh, which fell at the hands of the Crusaders. And they were a different story altogether. And they ruled for some 88 years. And by these 88 years, and in fact it was Sultan Salahuddin al-Ayyubi, rahimahullah, who recaptured uh, Baytul Maqdis in a very, very amazing way. And if I just quote very quickly, it was mentioned that when uh, the guardian and the protector of Jerusalem came out to negotiate with Sayyidina Salahuddin al-Ayyubi, rahimahullah, and the negotiation was that we are not here to kill Christians. We are here to capture uh, and take back Jerusalem, what is ours. And it was said that if you drop your arms and leave, we will even provide you with security, uh, for your people with security. And the guardian of Jerusalem asked Salahuddin al-Ayyub, how do we know that you will not do to us what the Christians did to you 88 years ago? Because the situation was the same. And when the Muslims let down their weapons, they were butchered. 
But Al-Habib Ayyubi rahimahullah mentioned very, very clearly that we are Muslims. Our word is our bond. And this is why he was uh, famous and loved even by many people of the Christian faith. So it remained from those 88 years after uh, the rule of the um, uh, the Fatimids had, had lost and, and the Crusaders took uh, you know took charge until uh, the late 1800s with Theodore Herzl planned. But it was again Sultan Abdul Hamid II who made sure and delayed it to the best of uh, of his knowledge until he was overthrown by the Young Turks, and then later it was uh, Theodore uh, Herzl who made this plan after the Sykes Ticket Agreement. Earlier than that, the Balfour Declaration, and then in 1947, uh, the British General uh, Army leader, the General Allenby, walks into Jerusalem and says, today the Crusades are over. Twenty years later, the country is given into the hands of the Israelis uh, unlawfully, and even under UN law, uh, the occupiers uh, were not allowed to do many things that they are doing today, and yet the world has remained silent. So this is a problem of our time, and it's not just Muslims that are being oppressed. Christians are being oppressed. Orthodox Jews are being oppressed. You only need to go to YouTube and see the Christians and uh, the Jews that are being oppressed. In fact, Bethlehem, the birthplace of Jesus, peace be upon him, is a prison city surrounded by apartheid walls. That's what they think about Jesus, peace be upon him. Yet, unfortunately, uh, the Christians don't seem to see this, and they only see the marketed image of the Jewish Jesus, which is part of the Zionist agenda. So it's a very, very sad uh, thing that's going on, but it also proves that ignorance has seeped into society. We have no epistemology. We have no knowledge. We don't know how to deduce we are subjective and not objective. Palestine is a human rights violation. And this is the message that we need to get out. And Saudi Arabia needs to be answerable. And they need to answer as to why they have betrayed the Ummah in this particular cause. I tell you, Sheikh Fahim, a thundering challenge indeed, and alhamdulillah, subhanallah, alhamdulillah, you have really encapsulated the thoughts of many thinkers, and may Allah make you go on forever and ever. You know, I look at you as an encyclopedia for the younger generation, and, you know, it really heartens me to hear you, Sheikh Fahim. Perhaps your parting words this morning. Our parting words would be, again, you know, I implore our, our listeners out there, Use your social media feed. It's a very, very powerful tool of da'wah. But don't make it only about Islam and Muslims. Show it as a humanitarian crisis. Uh, boycott products to the best of your ability. Because every product that you boycott uh, is lessening the ammunition of the IDF. This is quite proven. Uh, and this is something we need to do. Forget our nafs. Forget all the products that we can buy and the, the, you know, the drink that we like to have with our biryani starts with the C, ends with the A, and it's okay for us in between. We need to be <laughs> very, very clear and careful and, and make the correct decisions. If we can't overpower our nafs about something that we just like to eat, then forget about demonstrating for Palestine. It, it's just uh, words uh, and letters. We need to be, uh, you know, action 
these things that we are saying. So Allah Ta'ala make it easy for us, inshallah, and our brothers and sisters in Palestine and all over the world who are suffering oppression because they are Muslims. Jazakallah khair, Sheikh Fahim of the ILS. Uh, really enjoy you on this platform. You have a mashallah day ahead. I'll talk to you soon. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Yes, sir, people. Sheikh Fahim telling you, walk the talk. Yeah. You want to chow and chow? And looking at your waistline. Yeah. And you think, hey, all my talking is going in the waist. Yeah. W-A-I-S-T-E. Yeah, not W-A-S-T-E. But anyway, time for us to go to the marketplace and get back. Abu Bakr Sizak will be joining us on Muslim News.